0: hey welcome to a live from america podcast from the comedy cellar this is norm dorman hello sir hello, the owner hello. of the comedy cellar and uh <laughs> this is handsome speaking and <laughs> Sherrod, small comedian, VH1, MTV, uh, Comedy Central,
1: small uh, world comedy. Race Wars. I can't hear Shire, uh, my mic? My mic? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you no, fine. It's not loud, it's I can't hear sounds. it. I can't hear me either. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, That's better. That's a little VH1, better. VH1 best week ever. Yeah, a lot of shit. A lot of. shit. Are we lot, there I can, yet?
0: I can't. I can't stop. Like you have a lot of the of things. Thanks one, for one. having me. Yeah, thank you for being here, Sherrod. Finally. I'm also a Holocaust survivor. So. And he was. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and our guest <laughs> of honor, uh, Felice Cohen. Uh, she's a grandchild of two Holocaust survivors. She's the author of What Papa Told Me, a book about her grandfather's life before, during, and after the war. Nice. Right? Yeah. And Daniel Brooks, uh, he's the founder of the 3GNY, an educational nonprofit organization. The um, what?
2: The what is it? 3GNY. Yeah, but what is that? Right? Hi. 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 <laughs> so thank you I <laughs> tell hey. you right now.
0: It's a nonprofit organization for the Center of the Holocaust survivors. So ah. whose mission is to educate uh, communities about lessons learned from the Holocaust.
2: Awesome. Uh, and, and let me just get uh, Sherrod. No yeah. jokes, please. What do you mean, <laughs> no jokes? We can have a nonprofit organization. <laughs> 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 <As> you. <laughs> On paper, you <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. So yeah, January twenty uh, seventh
0: was the International Holocaust Remembrance. Enough today. with your skepticism. <laughs> <laughs> it block, it blocked. Uh, I'm an sorry. Go ahead, part. Go ahead. Go ahead, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. It was. Uh, it was just the uh, the twenty seventh was the uh, Holocaust Remembrance Day. Um, well, we a, we commem- call it in the Middle East Monday.
2: is <laughs> <laughs> it a commemoration of Auschwitz? Uh, 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 75, uh, 75, how many? 90, 75 years.
3: 75 years. 75
1: years. Wow. Yeah.
0: 75 years to what? The, the, the liberation, liberation of, of Auschwitz. Of Soviet
3: fr- Army liberated Auschwitz yeah, on yeah. January 27, 1945. Uh,
1: okay. Ain't it weird to say the Soviets liberated some shit? <laughs> <laughs>
3: my,
2: my friend uh, Andy is on the board of the Auschwitz, uh, I think he's on the board of the Auschwitz Commemoration board whatever it is he's over there he was over there last week i don't know if it's over. really yeah. a board what, what like there's a there's an organization that's in charge of putting on this commemoration oh okay and he's somehow on that i think yeah he's, he was over there he sent me pictures of the the thing there's some dinner going on there Ah. now what your grandfather and grandmother survived both
0: yeah okay yeah my were they side. together at the
4: they met in uh, bergen Belsen. When the camp was liberated there. My grandmother was in Auschwitz and then she had done the death march. Uh-huh.
1: Wow. Wow. And she survived that?
4: She did, actually. And yeah. And then uh, less than 30 years later, she committed suicide.
5: What? Yeah. Oh,
1: from she, all the pain from everything he went through? Months.
4: Yeah. I mean, you know, like you, you, you wow. stub your toe here and you go to therapy at PTSD. Then they didn't really talk about it. They didn't go to therapy. There was nothing. It was just like, let's just move on. Right. Did they? They. This, I was just showing a picture. This is Auschwitz, I guess. Wow. It's weird that they, they
2: lit it up in like, colored lights. It looks kind of like the, the Empire State Building when Obama. May I say Obama, Obama it looks beautiful?
4: Legal. It looks beautiful. It looks like when he legalized gay marriage and <laughs> <laughs> When I was at Auschwitz ten years ago, it was bizarre because you've been there, right, Dan? And wow. it's like beautiful. it looks like a college campus, and across the street you go get pizza. Oh, really? I'm like, right. it's hard to kind of imagine what was going on during. A...
1: Is that because of the tourism and all that? That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that pizza was, for sure.
0: <laughs> <But> <laughs> so you guys been educating people about you know the Holocaust for years. Does it bother you that there's so many deniers out there?
1: You're one of them, hot I'm trying to act like I'll you all. Uh, okay, fine. I'll play the devil's advocate. I'll be the
0: denier. <laughs> no, seriously. What, it, it doesn't bother you that there's so many? Uh...
4: Uh, yeah, of course it bothers me. But what am I, how do, I do you mean? get these hard-hitting so, questions? So is it, it, the, yeah. Yeah.
5: My, my question was... <laughs>
0: uh, or is... Part of educating isn't also to correct, like you educate only, you know, the people that, you know, believe in it. But what about educating people that don't believe in it? Go ahead. Danny, go yeah. yeah. well, However, Interesting question. question. I
3: think it's, you got to educate everyone questions. You, Everyone you can. Yeah. Right. And exactly. uh, you don't, you know, you got to give people the benefit of the doubt. You don't know what room you're walking into when you go into a, a, a classroom. And so, yeah, I see your point. You know, yeah. you, if you know someone's a hater, don't waste your time. Right. True. Sure. But, you know, but then again, if there is a hater and you're in the public sphere, you're in a, a quad, then go for
2: it because you have to reach other people. Yeah, we, we do debates here <clears throat> from time to time. Uh, we did like a, the Iran deal with Dershowitz and we did some Trump thing with uh, Sally Cohn and Ann Coulter. Anyway, and I had wanted to do a a I guess is a, a, a debate up, with a Holocaust denier because I wanted to have it debunked in a way which was very, very convincing. And everybody told me I couldn't do it. Like I should, that I'd be ruined, that I shouldn't do it. People would protest. And I'm like, you know, it's not enough just to say it happened. You need to answer like, how do you know how many people there were? How do we know? Like, like there's, there's, this is, this is old history already. And once this thing gets into the ether that it might not be true, uh, we as Jews should do a better job of not just screaming what's the matter with you how could you dare say such things Right, but really precisely laying out yeah, the spank very them in compelling public. evidence yeah, yeah, yeah. Spank like how can anybody say this didn't happen and we don't do that right. we really don't I feel, Well, thanks to
4: the Nazis they kept track I mean they, yeah, they, they were us, like made a list. I was
2: going to say, you don't have to get
3: overly (laughs) detailed with things. You you know, some of these deniers get like all scientific. They'll, you know, look at the compounds on the door handle at Auschwitz in the (laughs) gas chamber. (laughs) Right. So it wouldn't have been blue had it been that, you know.
2: We should prove that. It reminds me, she said the Nazis did all that. Bill Maher, during the OJ trial, he said, Hitler left less evidence. (laughs) 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 It was really a lot of evidence Hitler left. (laughs) So okay, we. uh, (laughs) But but, but here's the
0: thing: is like I I think for the for the denial part, which I told him before the show, when you try to get somebody, like a lot of people say, yeah, I don't believe in it, but it's like come talk to about it in the air. They they won't do it, you know. But um, but my point is like, there's some people that racist. Like anti Semitic, that don't like, you know, so they like uh, denying. But there's a lot of people, especially in the Middle East, they just raised that way. They, this is what they were taught in their schools, you know? Uh, this is the info. So when they come out, there's like, oh, this is history. This is what we know. So I think it's, it's, it, you guys should uh, try to achieve over there a little bit more, too.
2: Oh, yeah. Good luck with that.
5: Yeah, not oh, just who just that trip. I can arrange a trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'll go book
2: can, a flight right I, now. <laughs> I, no, but I'm not saying, I'm saying that through the internet, through all the. But like you said, yeah. but
3: specific information that will be used. Uh, six million dead. It's right. not six million people. I, Some people call that Holocaust minimization. I just call that denial because when if you start going down that road about denying certain aspects of it, mm-hmm. then it's like you're saying that there is a massive conspiracy that, you know, th- that itself, opens a door to all sorts of anti-semitism. Yeah. Like who, so like you who's said lying? even questioning
1: in it uh, opens up a door to anti-semitic. It
3: just quite,
0: but that, that, That's my point, is not everyone. Like, yeah, we have a lot of people that anti-semitic, that denied. But I think there's a lot of good people They just don't know. No, no. The right.
2: history, they were taught wrong. He's. I agree with him. He's making the point. I, I think that, Jews it, agree? It, it becomes so mm-hmm. absurd to for now. deny the <laughs> Holocaust, so they find a kind of seemingly reasonable right. middle ground, right. which seems much more convincing. I would never say no Jews died. I'm just saying it wasn't six million. Come on, how could they kill six million? Have you seen the size of those places? Yeah. It was more like a million and a half. Yeah. And, and that's very insidious, and you know you could be susceptible to that because things can be exaggerated.
1: But, they, but even if you say it was a million and a half, motherfucker, that's a million and a half too many. <laughs> but think yeah. about Sherrod. Yeah. The
3: insinuation is that there are, mil- there are hundreds of thousands of survivors that have been living a lie for decades. And, and what, does that, what does that tell you? That tells, it tells you that there is some evil conspiracy that Jews are running. Yeah. And I think that's the scary part. People don't connect it to people. Yeah, they uh, think it's yeah. Some I, saw, I saw,
0: I saw right. I don't remember, if it was a documentary or something, but it's like the lady was saying, like, she was very good. She was like, not only the victims admitted, the Germans admitted those right. who yeah. did it, you know. And they say, yeah, they would say we were forced to or whatever, but they admitted it, like, you know, you there's no crime that ever somebody like admitted before and then it was denied, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, but again, you know that's that's my point like because i know i come from that part of the world so i know there's a lot of good people that don't hate they just get the wrong information oh, and okay. here unfortunately a lot of the young Jews like we meet, we have a lot in the show comes they like they like anti-Israel. They like yeah, but they don't
1: can, deny the Holocaust.
0: They don't deny, but they don't defend it. They don't and they don't take. But it.
1: Israel has its problems, guys. We do agree on that. No, <laughs> no we do not. <laughs> yes, we do. It's, com- it's coming out next.
3: I, 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 I don't don't know you're very pro-Israel. I actually, I'll tell you. You uh, ain't pro Netanyahu, oh, though, are you? I, I am. am. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that kind of stuff <laughs> if we have time. But we yeah. have how many hours we have? Um, no, this so this came up. Israel came up in in the context of Holocaust denial. It was Chicago, 2003. I was over at a friend's house, and it was the Iraq War, and we're talking talking about that and we were just talking. I wasn't like defending anything or like, oh, what are your thoughts on this? And she was mentioning, you know, the Zionists make, or make this is about them. They're, they're pushing the war and all that. And I was like, just asking more questions about that. And you know, I, I wasn't revealing, you know, my pro-Israel yeah. uh, sensibilities. And then that went into like Israel's committing genocide. And then that, good, that went into... And this is all in the span of like three minutes. And right. it went into... And this is a Israel, breakdown. This is a breakdown. Yeah, she was sort of schooling
5: me. She
3: was excited to have like a... Because you know, I identify myself as Jewish. And yeah. she, like her eyes bulged out. She was really excited. Oh, she hasn't Opportunity, yeah.
5: <laughs> just, just on TV. Look, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: It was pre-YouTube, I guess. And she was... Um, and then it went into Israel exploits or exploits the memory of the Holocaust to oppress others. And this is there's a whole Holocaust industry. And I was like, well, what do you mean? I, I drilled down. I didn't yeah. think she was going to be a denier. And then she flat out said like... No, like millions were not killed. This that's bull and she Threw out a couple of details, mm-hmm. but she didn't know any. And then, Are you still yeah, trying to did, get laid, so you ignored it to the next day. <laughs> <laughs> you you will, think,
1: have their I, opinions. I, you turn know, I, the
3: I wish it was that simple. <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's a Jew supposed to do if he doesn't have a movie part to dangle in
3: front of you? <laughs> but the, the, what I realized in the, in the following, we actually had to go. We were all my girlfriend at the time. It was her friend, and we were making dinner that night. Yeah. And she's like, "You and Sylvia, if you're listening, Sylvia, you know, right. a few, we <laughs> were we were going out to buy groceries, so I had to go with her. And I'm yeah. like, "This is going to be fun." And in the next hour, I was breaking down very methodically like the mechanics of the holocaust and yeah. so and what she was, was her point what, Why why did she well, say it didn't happen well, well before let me so she actually was more like she was like licking her lips and rolling her eyes whenever the more details i gave her i right, like her right she she, <laughs> no, she she wasn't questioning it she's like how do, how is that possible she was yeah. like uh-huh or, yeah right like oh, okay. it, it reinforced her dun- denial right
1: the more right. details she heard what, what the more she, she was denying even the details what uh, was she?
3: um she was a chicano okay american
4: well yeah. one of the things is you know Holocaust wow. education isn't even, you know, you don't have to teach it. And only like seven states, I think, have Holocaust education mandatory that it has to be taught. Most kids don't even grow up today learning anything. Well, seven states? Is that all I the think states seven on, might the, be nine on the coast? <laughs> uh, well, the one to New England? The big, the big what do you mean states? by that? Florida. Florida. Down to Florida. Right. Heard, to all all of the Jews go, right. You heard
0: about the guy, the principal in Florida that got fired. Yeah. You, you remember that story? Because he said, I can't, what did he say exactly? He didn't deny it, but he said, I can't say it actually happened. He so said,
3: there Do are some people have different views of it. Yeah. And I have to, you have to respect other people's views. Yeah. A
1: educator would say that. What an idiot.
3: <laughs> yeah. It, it's it, like,
1: yeah, two plus two is four, but let's hear from everybody. Yeah, but he was, <laughs> it, it was
0: having a conversation and, you know, uh, but he got, uh, five, he was I, having this conversation in the school with the parents, not, not with the kids. <laughs> you know so they were like that's uh, even worse parents may the kids wouldn't let it go the parents you can't give them the wrong information that's that's my point so uh, so yeah a lot of i'm saying a lot of the new generation the, from the jews they don't have that you know uh want to defend which is good for me but but i'm saying you know uh, or the holocaust there are not a lot of people like even when when i was trying to look for um holocaust educator it was really hard to get you know uh, until I got you guys, yeah. so uh-huh. yeah. So you think it's 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 out there? It's enough. The education? Of education, yeah,
4: probably not. <laughs> Seven states, no. or maybe it might be nine. I mean, I think Philadelphia. Might, Y'all got to get, get yourself a
1: Jewish History Month. That's where it all begins. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you need a
1: month. <laughs> you for just to get rid of <laughs> You got to no. start from the beginning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what you months are available? Uh, you might get April. <laughs> uh, hey,
3: bargaining. <laughs> yeah, don't make it April one.
2: We <laughs> give you two weekends in April. Let's see how we do with that. So, uh, so, yeah, what do you think about the young generation of Jews? They're awful. You know it. That,
3: they're horrible. That, that, your side was pretty telling. I mean,
4: it's. I think it's hard because you know we go into classrooms, and my first thing that I say is, you know, how many of you are close with your grandparents? And all the kids raise their hands, and I, I try to make that connection that the Holocaust wasn't that long ago because here it was about my grandfather, and that's right. who I'm going to tell you about. And I was close with him. I mean, we were we were you know really close, and he told me his story, and he wanted me to write it down. And I have a niece and nephew; they're 13, 15 years old. And I've spoken in their schools, and I'm hoping one day maybe they'll want to talk about it because they had met my grandfather, but now, you know, these people are dying and they're not going to be around, and we were kind of the last people to hear these stories firsthand, and I think that's how you can help bring history, you know, continuously. It might sound
1: crazy, but virtual reality, that's what all these kids are doing, and you need to put it in that, you got to give it to them the way they take it. Right,
0: that's what I'm saying. If my grandfather or grandmother told me the stories, and then somebody— denies it, I'll be very angry. I don't... That's what about what, Santa that's Claus? I was like,
1: told Santa Claus exists.
2: <laughs> you, know, I th- you were I never think, told that. I think there's a bigger problem, which, in my opinion, <clears throat> which is that even when the kids do know about the Holocaust, they're not connecting it to the, the, the present day in terms of what it means to support the state of Israel, what the threats are, what how... I'm actually not someone who likes to say, oh, it could happen again, it could happen again. I don't really think, I mean, it could happen again in, in, uh, in, in Israel. God forbid they should lose a war or something. It's not going to happen again in America. Things don't happen in precisely the same way twice. But the, uh, what I do think is you guys will agree with me is that without the state of Israel, like who the fuck are we? What are these, what are these Jews? Like, where, where do they belong? And then all of a sudden, all sorts of anti-Semitism begins to reemerge, like the anti-Semitism my father described from when he was young, which wasn't um, that he thought was going to be rounded up and killed. People changing their names, fixing their noses, not being able to get hired. Jews are already uh, embarrassed to say that they're Jews, embarrassed to take a semester abroad uh, in colleges because they compare Israel to South Africa or whatever. They're actually making Afrikaners. Out of us in in a certain way, and that that's a like that's serious. They don't need to round us up and kill us again to make a a world which is really inhospitable to Jews. The world was terrible for Jews before the Holocaust, and we are veering in that direction, especially on the left um, in this country. Not so much on the right, even though there's these crazy Nazis shooting up whatever it is. But they're not elite. They're not in charge. They don't have power over anybody. They're not my, my children. In their life and the trajectory of their lives are not going to be going before any of these idiots living in their parents' basements who are marching at you know Unite the Right marches. But they are going to be going all these college professors. You read the I'm, I'm rambling, but you read the story. Was it Fieldston, the private school in New York, where they're comparing and these are all Jewish parents, right? right. Mm-hmm. And they're just comparing routinely comparing Israel to the Nazis. It's nuts. What, uh,
1: comparing the uh, Israelis to the Nazis? Yeah. Okay. C- comparing uh, comparing Zionists. Yeah, Zionist. Zionist, Zionist. I do not see the problem. Okay. And, I mean, anyone who supports. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously. I want to no.
3: get to that in a sec, but I think also just to make a broader point. Um, broader it, than that? That was pretty, that was too broad. I'm, I'm going to broaden <laughs> God, it out. Even more. I, it, um, I, you know, time um, has narrowed a little bit. Movements happen a lot quicker these days because of the internet and other things. People we can communicate faster. So just because it doesn't look like here, mm. you know, you're going to see brown shirts marching down the street, which you do in small cases, but right. it's not like the government officials in the brown shirts, um, doesn't mean things don't change quick. Revolutions happen. Political upheavals happen. Things change more than you realize. I know we're in yeah. a period of general stability, but yeah. I mean, what's, what's the next 30 years going to bring? You don't know what thing, you know, well, how 15 things years. Right. 15 years. And right. You're looking about. at Europe on an official level. There are rising fascist movements. In, oh, the in RDF Europe.
2: in Germany. Yeah, but they're They're well, coming no, strong. They're coming on strong. I, I have a minority Scary. position here. I know, I know it. And, and, and I've always wondered whether or not this kind of, is it a trope? Is that the right? that that we as Jews say well, it could happen again? It could happen again, in a Western democracy. Doesn't just really kind of fall on nobody really takes that seriously, and I think by doing that we fail to point out the 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 things, the important things about the Holocaust that tie into today's situation that would, yeah. that would hit home with people in a way that they wouldn't dismiss so easily. Like the breakdown of democracy. Yeah. That's well, what led to it. In yes, Germany. Breakdown yeah. Of
4: democracy. Yeah, yeah. So, things like that. So yeah,
0: what would be the lessons from, from, the main lessons from the Holocaust that you would like to?
4: I think one of the things we also, I talk about in classes is comparing it to bullying because everybody it's like the hot topic now in schools kids are bullied for so many reasons and i say you know especially when i talk in new york as opposed to when i talk on cape cod or or like a suburb somewhere look around the class we're all so different you know and and because of the color of your skin because of what you believe because of your gender you could just be bullied for any reason And, and people just kind of are afraid to stand up for you and maybe they'll just join into the crowd and i think that's really you know how the holocaust started and with you know, people just the Jews were the scapegoats once again, and you know now you know I live in the Upper West Side. Stuff's happening all over there, and it's in Brooklyn, and it's yeah. unsettling to see it in your neighborhood. Uh-huh. Right. It's uh-huh. like
1: the small things like that is what you see first, it's-
4: right? Can we can we talk honestly
2: about what's going on in Brooklyn? What? It's not a, a greater anti-Semitic thing, as far as I can tell. No, no, it's uh, it's pretty much limited to. Neighborhoods where a lot of Orthodox or Hasidic Jews have moved into black neighborhoods, Yeah. and the black people uh, are kind of are Hispanic? lashing out. And to be fair, I I don't know if that's anti-Semitism.
1: Right, that might just be a neighborhood thing.
2: I mean, it, it certainly the... it's certainly um, accelerated by the differences between people. Right. But what I'm saying is, like, I don't know if these people that are doing that are the type of people who would have like if they come into the city, like look at those Jews, look at those Jews, like, like right, have, a, exactly. have an active thing against it's the Jews. It's more like
1: the Jets and the Sharks. It's like you're in my it's neighborhood.
2: And, and I feel really awkward about this issue because first of all, I think that we're, to be honest, I think they're kind of afraid to call it out for what it is, which is really particularly a black community thing, mm-hmm. number one. Number two, I also think that if I lived in Muncie, was that Sina? That that, you know, or in Arden, where I live, and all of a sudden, my neighborhood became half Hasidic, I'd be like, get these fucking that Like, like, let's not pretend <laughs> that the only reason you wouldn't want to them <laughs> is because you hate Jews. Right? That's it's just, just not again, dumb. like, right. like I know that doesn't. You're not supposed to say that out loud. Right. But come on. Yeah. Or or, or vice versa.
1: Yeah. Anybody coming into your neighborhood, even like well, gentrification, is like. But this, no, this, but, this but this especially too, like, a, a such. But once who's like, don't like. Mix into the community, then it yeah, takes such
2: an extremely uh, an different, isolating, yeah. Yeah, yeah, isolating. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, maybe it's a combination of both. I, I've gotten, we've had Hases on the show, and I said, "Well, what's up with you guys on airplanes?" I'm like, "Yeah, I know. We act like we act crazy <laughs> on airplanes, like that is scary." But you know, so I, I mean, I think that the we make a mistake is. in really as a wide topic, we make a mistake pretending that there are not obvious differences between groups of people and that people don't notice them. Right. And then you can, that's not where the immorality comes in. Right. The immorality comes in when you will, when you notice these patterns and then you begin to assume them about people without treating them as individuals. Right. That is where everybody has to draw the line. And that's it's hard lazy. to That's hard to do. That's hard to do. But like, as an employer do i could i not tell you the differences between my asian employees my black employees my hasidic employees like of yeah. course I mean, you mean how you rate them for dating well well yeah. no, no different than when you you'll make a you know white people blah 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 yeah i mean yeah you're but probably I, right yeah some white
1: people i know the difference <laughs> but, between white but then if you
2: if you meet a white a white person as a stranger and you meet them and yeah. you just you bring all that to bear and you assume things about them right. then you're yeah. a
1: bigot then you're a bigot and you're yeah. lazy right. Yeah. You're lazy, it's easier to get the know the motherfucker than it's talk from there,
5: yeah.
3: Yeah, there's well, some positive movement on the ground. I know there are some community groups that are doing some you know events where they bring people together. I think that's a good start. It's the just more exposure. we
1: know and spend time with each other, the better The better it's going to be, you know, because uh, we got to know we, each other. We had a
0: guest here, where we were talking about um, you know, the Jewish black uh, you know, problem in the neighborhood, and they said one of the things is like he's arranging basketball games. Between black people and Jews. And they, well, we
1: win 103
2: to 7. I know. <laughs> it's that's, all like, that's
1: really entertaining. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Who scored
2: 7? The, the, the black Jew. <laughs> I
1: was like, wow. That
5: you
2: got to like mix the, the teams election. up,
1: though. You got to mix up the teams. That ain't versus. I was like, actually,
4: that's a great idea. It'll, be very, it'll bring like a, a good spirit. I went, to, I went to Larry Bird's basketball camp, so I'll play. Where? I went to Larry Bird's basketball oh, camp as be? a kid. Oh, I'll play. play. Nice. <laughs> you know how to hang with blacks. So what other lessons
3: uh, from... From the Holocaust. You mentioned where we talked about democracy I think that's it's the idea of like don't take the system for for granted and I think you know it's gonna sound like a these kids today kind of thing to say but it's true Uh I think there's a lot of just um, assuming things were not fought for assuming things people Assuming the system we have wasn't fought and people aren't dying for it and, and democracy, freedom of speech, yeah. um, diversity, the fact that we are relatively getting along together, you know, these things are fleeting and I think we have to appreciate them.
1: Thanks for looking at me when you said diversity, too. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I, I mean, like I forget, but recently came up as an issue whether Jews were actually a people rather than a religion. And that, you know, that really disturbed me that so many Jews don't realize that, of course, we're a people first. Yes, and, and then a
1: religion, and then a problem.
2: You're saying there's a disconnect among this generation of Jews with, with history and their us. lineage, and I think that's
3: the problem. I think Jewish
2: identity is not simple, it's, it's complex, actually. It's, I, I it's, actually see it as kind of simple in a way, but I, and by the way, and so the, the point being that, well, the Holocaust is a very good lesson. It's really all you need to know when you start wondering whether or not it's a religion or a people, yeah. because it was based purely on blood. But I think that um, the religion is almost beside the point. I know, I know Orthodox see it exactly the opposite. Oh, they
1: would hate you even saying this about them.
2: <laughs> but Talking for them. You. But the reason I think that they're wrong and I'm right is because even if you become Christian, mm. the Orthodox still think you're Jewish. They will go to you and they'll ask you to put on tefillin and they try to bring you back and they'll bar mitzvah you based on the fact that you're one of their people. Mm. And they won't do that if you're a Christian. Uh, they, they won't, they, because you're not their people. So, even, so whatever they say is about the religion. They base it all on the idea that we're a people as well.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a no. number. It's I mean, a number of missing. things.
3: Like a bunch of things could be true at once. It's, a lot of people see it just as a faith, as as just guiding principles. Some people see it as a tribe, and it is a tribe. I mean, it, and there are some people who convert and join the tribe. So yeah. it's, it could be but a but lot of different things.
1: But I don't things. think I, I think all you know. Are you really in a tribe if you convert, though? It's kind of like being French. If you ain't born in France, you ain't never French.
0: French. Who, who wants to be you can, French? Uh, it ain't no uh, African I, 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 French. It's you, just you, French or not. You, you gotta work on your accent. But I think some, you know, Jews are not Jewish. You know, what? Uh, what do you mean? No, like, like if they, they don't practice. practice. Like if you, they might you have sort of the bloodline, but
4: yeah, yeah. If your mother's not, I mean, I grew up on Cape Cod, and I considered myself more preppy than yeah. Jewish. Yeah. I mean, that was all my friends. I mean, I had some Jewish friends, but I just went to school with, you know mostly white Catholic friends or but, Protestant, whatever. But they, did, they
0: whatever, think but, of you as, as
4: a Jew, right? I, they just thought of me as, I guess, as me. I mean, you yeah. know, when... Could when, you eat lobster? Yeah, I would eat. My mom wouldn't. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I, I worked there at a fish go. market one summer, but it was like, <laughs> you know, you just kind of, you feel like, you know, the the holidays come around, they have all the Christmas songs and right. the one dreidel song, and, you know, my mom would bring stuff in. But you, I kind of always remember feeling different, and it wasn't until middle school you know, I had heard about this thing called the Holocaust and I thought it was just this bad place. Right. And then in middle school we read night and my mom came in and spoke and I, she was talk, telling me stories about my grandparents and my grandfather and I just, I couldn't stay in the room because I just couldn't deal with it then.
1: Well, like you cried, like you broke down? I did, yeah. yeah, I mean I
4: had to wait till I went to college to kind of find, start asking questions and, and I was named after my grandmother and I was told she died of cancer. So when I told, when, then they told me she committed suicide, I was like, why? and that's when you well, know you i started went, writing oh. so i didn't even really know anything cuz nobody really talked about it then i mean that it's was
1: dark and heavy shit definitely for yeah. a kid you don't know when to bring that into their right. life but now i but think you know you they, they i'm
4: sure they knew you needed to know yeah well we learned about it in middle school and i just was like what i didn't you know i didn't want to hear these stories um, you know, my grandfather didn't have the numbers. My aunt did, and she would talk about it and right. stuff. But, you know, but in I don't think it was talked about as much now. There's a lot more that's talked about. Yeah, I mean, there's so much. You have going access on. to more stuff now. Yeah. Totally. And you think people are going Google to take it.
1: advantage of it? The kids sometimes just they don't give a fuck. Yeah, no,
4: and and you walk into classrooms and you can see that. I've talked to auditoriums full full of kids. And you just try to gauge. And I've had after teachers come up to me and be like, "I've never seen the kids, you know, ask questions or sit still or really be engaged." And I try to be funny. I try to do it all because you know, Dr. Ruth said you got to teach with humor. Yes. Got to make them laugh. And you know, it's not easy to talk about this stuff. Right. And um, I'll be up there, and you know, I'll I'll tear up or I'll crack a joke, and you just try to get the story out. But I think it's good to teach these kids to go and ask their own. Parents or grandparents or aunts and uncles. Where would you come from? How'd you get here? Especially in New York City, most yeah. of these kids have parents, grandparents who've been in genocides, who've been in whatever, and just had to flee. Well, so that's the question I happens. ask
3: in, in classrooms too. How many have grandparents who are from another country? Yeah, almost all the questions. I mean, we you do a lot yeah. of New York City stuff, yeah. and it's and then I'm like, oh, tell me, tell me, tell us the story. And and they all want to share it. Like, they've never been asked this question. It's like their teachers aren't even asking them. Yeah, because we
1: all got a fucking... Our ancestors got their ass whooped till we got here story. Mm -hmm. And the more
2: people share, the more they're going to be willing to share it. No, you, you you got a ass whooped while you were here story. oh yeah
1: yeah that was two weeks ago i got my ass <laughs> uh, you
2: you bridged the continental divide
5: and ass
3: what that's right so so let me ask you uh, uh this.
1: whoop will travel <laughs> uh,
0: and again you know i'm just trying to get all the questions that people ask that right? do you think that jews use the holocaust oh. uh, to for example I, t- I give you some For
1: example, as I written earlier. <laughs> Let me pull up my Instagram Is this Instagram really user mail or is this like your own
0: notes? No, because I know that nobody's gonna me, going to so believe this. He's going out I of his it. manifesto. I, I, I'm, I'm sure you saw that. Okay, the independent. Benjamin Netanyahu blames the Holocaust on Palestinian leaders, uh, especially uh, Hajj Amin al-Hosseini. And he said that Hitler was not going to do it until the Palestinian leader convinced him to. What? So isn't that a, a, a political gain from uh, from the Holocaust? He's using the Holocaust. That's
1: Netanyahu, your boy. So answer about answer
0: it.
2: I mean, this is him <laughs> saying it. What do you what do you think? What do you thought of that?
0: Huh? Silent nominal.
2: I don't know the history, but I know that the mufti was was a very was a very pro. Yeah, uh, but my Hitler. question is like he's using it politically.
0: Uh, yeah, he's possible This suff- so why did you laugh when they said it?
3: did
1: they use it or so not? wait the mufti in Middle East was a big Hitler supporter yeah yeah, in, policy,
2: okay. in Palestine
3: he met so him a couple he, of he times he tried to have the Nazis basically well the Nazis were, were in North Africa right. in, in oh campaign. I saw
1: a, lo- uh, a tombs on the Lord's Ark is that the <laughs> oh, so, she, <laughs> Raiders the Ark the Ark there were a lot of Nazis in that movie yes
3: he melted the face
0: he was you know French and English troops were looking for him to kill him so he went to Germany to, uh, okay. to, and he thought the Germans going to win the war So he was close to Hitler okay. And
2: they said he met him a couple of times yeah, so, but, but listen, you might be right about Netanyahu you know, Like any politician saying Whatever he's saying But the, the whole Arab world Traffics in pure Holocaust level propaganda On a daily <laughs> basis Stacked a mile high And you want to pick one thing that Netanyahu No, what I'm picking put, is I think, right now on, Is
3: now. what makes people hate it so they try
0: to well, deny
3: it. Netanyahu, I think, made a made a point simplistically because yeah. I think he was trying to package it to a mass audience so that they could understand. Like, here's the preeminent Palestinian leader. Here's their god. So basically, he's the godfather of the Palestinian national movement. Yeah. And he was a big Hitler guy. He wanted the Nazis to come to, to Palestine at the time and take care of the Jews. He was very. He had these radio broadcasts for years to the, to the masses. Yeah. So I think he was trying to say that. What does that tell you about their na- You know, the godfather. But of the he literally movement? said
2: Hitler was not going to do it. Okay, do you know, do you know what oh, he's right. basing it on? Like, I actually listen to that. I'm like, I, I don't know what he's referring to, but I assume he is referring to something. What you you sound like you, know, you we sound, never
0: heard it before. He, I mean, you guys know better than anybody. Er, er, early, on, early, on <laughs> in, people. early on in the war, there's... No, there's being he's educated, not the, being Jews. He, you, yeah, <laughs> he, he, he didn't
3: make a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. and I know you think I'm a big fan of... Yeah. Boy. Well, well, he's my boy, so I call him Bibi. He has
0: just me. He is a big fan of that too. So
3: early on in the war... And this is some uh, scholars uh, disagree, and some of them agree on this that the the final solution wasn't really ironed out that early on it yeah. was It was early nineteen forty two that the Nazi leaders got together and sort of figured out all the mechanics behind it, and they got on the same page but so there was some debate about what are we going to do? Are we going to ship the Jews far east? Are we going to like send them where you know and are we just going to kick them out of the third Reich so right. that was there was some debate about that, yeah. And But yeah, there were, scholars jumped on what Netanyahu said right away, and they're like, yeah, hey, at best, he didn't frame it right.
0: Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah I. Th-
1: and that's... He what, politicized
3: I'm, it.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying by using it like... Okay, and, Professor and, Mayor, Le- Mayor Litvak, a historian at Tel Aviv University, called the speech a lie and a disgrace. Professor, Professor Moshe Zimmerman, a specialist of German history at Hebrew University, said, with this, Netanyahu joins a long line of people that we would call... Holocaust deniers, that seems a bit over the top, uh, is Isaac Herzog, leader of the opposition in the Israeli parliament, said the accusation was a dangerous historical distortion, and he demanded Netanyahu correct it immediately. So he, uh, if even Moshe Yalon, the defense minister and senior member of Netanyahu's Likud party, said in a radio interview that history is actually very, very clear. Hitler initiated, he said, Haj Amin al-Husseini joined him. Okay, so he's been pretty much repudiated even by the people within his own party. So you're right. Thank you. I'm right, but 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 the point that I'm trying to make. Because always, <laughs> you I'm
0: made always, that point. You know, no, no, you no, feel no. Okay another good about thing. It. It's like because I'm <laughs> always for peace. I always want you know the Middle East to. to but because I grew up there, so I know. Right. So what's gonna happen is the flash news in all Arabic news will be the said that. It will not be what people Listen, from his party... Are we going to get into the Arab-Israeli thing? You, no, 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 I'm not. Can you yeah. just
2: tell saying, me... I'm saying the Holocaust has been used noise. by... Washington. It's all noise. It's all noise. Can you tell right. me a peace plan which the Palestinians we're talking about have, the wait, wait, would accept?
3: Can, can I Sorry, I'm can on, I make on, an no. offer? Because you know I, I do want to talk about some of our work, which is important. Sure. Um, yes. But that is an important issue. And just to your point earlier about... I think you were saying discourse. Well, I'll say it. I think discourse on this issue is really um, corrupt. on Israel-Palestine, and so I'd like to ask you if you can have me back another episode to have a debate or discussion, but it's not, it wouldn't be in a hostile way, with an anti anti Zionist to Jew, find hustle, no one's gonna listen. I'll, I'll see I'll see what I can do. <laughs> yeah. With yeah. anti Zionist nice Jew, yeah. Sure. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. if I'm if i if it's catered, even better. Um, but with an anti Zionist Jew, a hypercritical um, you know uh, a Jew uh, a Jew is hypercritical. I hate leadership. the anti
2: Zionist Jews. But I think it's an important Come thing off. to Except actually my talk about in an informed <laughs> yeah. way. I'm yeah. not
3: interested in talking points and, yeah, yeah. and just name calling because I think that discourse has has been elevated now. Absolutely, 100%. And especially like you said with the left, and I think I identify on the left, and it's it's sad. Why? It's sad to see. Because you want lower, t-
2: raise taxes? Like what, what is there about the left anymore that people are stubbornly holding on to it when culturally there's a lot they, right. they there's stand a, there's a for culture, the
3: end of freedom? There's a culture war issue that I think a lot of people on the left like me don't identify with. But okay. there are some real meat and potato issues that go back 30 years, like, like what? economics and reproductive rights race. and environment and oh, race. Come on. Equal rights. There, how about, how right. about that one? Okay. Getting back to the point. So we would, should go through be, them one by one. It would be great if we could have an informed discussion about this. That, how about gender that rights? That doesn't get into all the details of peace plans and things, sure. but talks yeah. about what's going on out there. Sexual like, rights. Like Zionists getting ostracized. Yeah. And, Can and
2: we that, talk about gender, gender rights for a second? Yeah. Jewish girls should be able to say no to you, Shira.
5: <laughs> it's not no. in their DNA, though. <laughs> no. So, did
3: you?
2: This is really off topic. We
3: don't have to talk about it. How it's, is Modi not here with this conversation? Uh, hilarious. Hilarious. If
2: Modi was here, he would just hear a bunch of dumb jokes. So, so um, uh, it just, there's a big study that just came out. It has it's by two scientists, one who's pro life and one who's pro choice. But both of them agree that fetuses feel pain much earlier than anybody had known.
1: I I, I believe
2: that. Um, I can't, of course, I'm so stupid. I can't remember the thing, but I think it was like almost, you know, around the third month. And this has been haunting me ever since I heard this. Because the idea of a fetus feeling pain during an abortion is horrifying. But what really horrifies me is that I believe the following is true. That the pro- choice movement that i'm pro-choice at least i was um would never agree to the idea of anesthesia for the fetus
1: because they want to deny that it's even happening. because it would, it,
2: the 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 cognitive dissonance of, yeah. of treating a fetus humanely and giving it anesthesia yeah. while at the same time I mean, saying this has nothing to do with this is the mom's choice is nothing else right. is is so it would, would so make their heads explode that they will dig in and continue to want to see but these his, fetuses, they, even if they know it's feeling pain. But you can That's get around
1: what, that. No. I think they even give the mothers now something. If The mothers the get mothers, the shot. No. The mother gets the shot and it can affect the baby.
2: You uh, do not, the, no, in no, neutral. No. Yes. No. The mother does not share the same blood as the baby. There, there might be some uh, slight leakage of, uh, of substance, but, but generally you, they don't even have the same blood type a lot of the time. But how but long the, is the pain?
4: I mean, what? It's got to be an instant thing. Is it really giving it, really saying it's like a long lasting pain? To I, kill I don't a fetus? know, but we, we don't, it's, yeah. I it's don't pain. know, but
1: they can't even really register. How can they tell that the baby's feeling pain for one?
2: Well, so I'm two. not a scientist, but there was two scientists. I'll send you the link. Yeah. It got a lot of coverage in the news. I believe it. Not in the Amsterdam news, but in the... In the in <laughs> Amsterdam <laughs> news. You hear this, son of a
3: bitch?
2: <laughs> Back to the Jews. That's what, that's what, no, the Amsterdam news is old. I, the I idea. have a news
1: from Jet Magazine, and you know... <laughs> But but let's this just comes say, but to this
3: the idea of hearing other points of view, and I've, I'm I, around yeah. conservatives, and I hear sure. from conservative friends and colleagues, and I do appreciate hearing these different points of view because yeah. I think we're closing ourselves off increasingly with with well, I mean, other point it's of it's view. It's ironic yeah. what you yeah. said
2: there because it, well, well, how how much pain did they feel <laughs> in the gas chamber? Like, wasn't that pretty was quick?
4: Pretty quick. Yeah, like, like, sudden, like was that, is, that, is that, you know? Yeah. I remember my grandfather saying they went into those and they didn't know what to expect. They heard it, and then all of a sudden this ice-cold water came out, and as painful as that was, they were like, oh, relieved. relieved. Wait, what? Yeah, they were relieved because they thought they'd heard about gas chambers and they didn't know when they went in. Oh, street yeah. Street that, remember
1: that was a scary-ass part I in the know. movie? Uh, Schindler's, Schindler's, Schindler's List, Schindler. List when they didn't know where we it was going yeah. and it was just water and he fucking all crying. And, it was, yeah. and panic. the oh, God, they shot that so crazy. I,
2: I do. I said this in the beginning, but I, I did think today that I am kind of like the Oscar Schindler of comedy. I heard that, yeah. Because, no, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Oh. Because all these comedians... Are getting into trouble saying stupid shit doing stupid shit whatever yeah. it is and I have to protect them and you're and, protecting but no, but them, but you're Oscar
1: Schindler hold on
2: but I'm only in it for the business <laughs> <laughs> I just so want Oscar I Schindler. just want them, that's right that's my point you I just want one. them to work in my factory and tell the jokes you it's saved true. me because you said I got the little hands that fit in the pipes <laughs> yeah. but all of a sudden now I'm like like some kind of like champion of like the art of calling. no I just I just want to get my, my, my widgets made in my factory <laughs> just like Oscar Schindler you're, just tell your fucking jokes let me Buy them cheap and sell them high. You did you know? the same thing with musicians, no. Now we're just a new no, musicians' in No, your life. no, music, I was actually, uh, music was serious to me.
1: But they got in trouble. I'm saying the band always got into something.
2: Yeah, but I'm saying my, I I, I was in the music business to play music. Right, you was
1: playing in that, yeah, but here, you're i, I, I doing it, comedy. But, though, but yeah. comedy.
2: I mean, I, I like comedy, but I'm not in it for, like, it's not the It doesn't connect with me. like Well, music get on stage
1: kid. and tell some jokes, because so we're going to need your help.
2: <laughs> Sooner, so, soon speaking enough. of comedians getting themselves in trouble. No, before yeah. we talk, let's let, let yeah. leave
0: him to the end. Uh, I still have I some, thought we were at the end. Go yeah. ahead. Oh, sorry. Right. <laughs> I want to get your feedback about uh, the story about, um, you know, the, um, the survivor's grand. I think she, uh, her mother was a the, the survivor. She went and met with uh, Facebook, uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Okay. Ask him to take all the uh, anti uh, anti not anti-semitic, um, deny all the denial, uh, pain, and he refuses. What do you guys thought on that? How did she be- even
1: get a meeting with him? What kind of temple did they go to? No, should, <laughs> should, 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 she winked at him. Walked up on Zuckerberg. Do
0: you think <laughs> that Facebook should take groups like that off uh. or, or a social media in general?
4: I think that's the fine line with all social media now is like, you know, we get this First Amendment, we can say whatever we want. And uh, I mean, I definitely don't want to hear that stuff. And I think we have this powerful button on our keyboard called delete. Um, And I think people should just either ignore it. I mean... You know, you want it's like having the right to bear arms. If you want to have a gun, you should be able to have a gun. Unfortunately, some of the wrong people are having guns. <laughs> Me, so <laughs> I got several. So, it's my so, right on on him right now. Oh, right now. I, I got two on, on you. So, um, <laughs> but but
0: what's his name? The uh, the Borat actor, uh, Sasha Borat-Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. he yeah. said if Hitler was alive, he would have a Facebook page. He would
4: let him. Yeah, yeah. I wow. mean, you gotta have. You gotta let him have it. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you, want, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to read it. That's
2: the dumbest thing Sasha Baron Cohen ever said. Yeah, he said some dumb if stuff.
4: Hitler had a, if
2: Hitler were alive now, the Holocaust might not have even ever have happened. Like, like it had been, he would have gotten so much bad Facebook. Like he oh, yeah, so, he would have gotten viral yeah. against him. The point is that he controlled everything. Like if Hitler were just one voice on Facebook, yeah. he would be at a disadvantage. But the point is hatred... Finds
3: a home on social media, yeah. and, and it's yeah. a comfortable home and uh, because Americans value free speech. I I think think but okay. the holoca- more than Europe does, do, because do Europe yeah. has laws in the books about Holocaust denial. So, so I, I, hold on, hold on. I, I'm really? very,
2: I'm very skeptical of that. I I think that's a I know that's um, uh, seemingly true, but there's in been, Europe. No, there's too much mass murder and killing and hate that predates social media. Yeah, to think. That social media is responsible no. for hate. It's no. the human condition.
1: Yeah, it came way outlet. before uh, yeah. internet. What, what I was think? hating way before I knew what a computer was. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what, what do you think of Chris Rock? What we yeah. have now yeah.
2: is an irony that people are being yeah. very hateful about not hating, which is like like you know like they're canceling and, uh, people for you know saying the wrong thing about transgender, whatever it is, is and they dress they dress their hate up in the fight against mm-hmm. hate, like right. Antifa. Yeah which I'm skeptical of that too, but I don't I don't think that social media is going. I was like, okay, what we'll make one other point about social media. Mm. Does everybody here heard the story about Richard Gere and the gerbil? Yes. Yeah. You I heard, heard it? it way before way social before media. Social, that's my point. Media. Yeah. That, that spread to every man, woman, and child yeah. in the United States of America yeah. before the internet. Way before the internet. <laughs>
5: sure.
2: So these, like, yeah. imagine what a compelling piece of information that is. So like all the, whatever that, Buttons that pushes in even the even a brain. Chuck
1: Berry peeing on a girl thing, yo. I heard about no, that before. No, came out. Richard, the Richard, yeah, no, the but before, that's a good okay.
4: point because there's so much going on. So so much gets mired and lost in it. It's you know, true. something yeah, yeah. stand Some, out. What, so uh, what
0: do you think of somebody who was analyzing this? He said that Mark said that he uh, he had to do it because he uh, there's a lot of uh, followers in the Middle East and he want them to say whatever they want to say and do whatever. they uh, want. I think
2: Zuckerberg want. is right. I think once once yeah. you dip yeah. your finger in that, you just can't you can't do yeah. it. You can't define. Who's who's yeah. Yeah. Who, yeah? What that line is? We, like like what's like we're we're crying out for some kind of censor. No, we have to learn to do it.
1: Yeah, what? do it ourselves. How
2: yeah. much time do we have? Oh, we have time. Well, uh, as long as we want. You gonna yeah. sing a song? Right. You gonna sing can you a song? Give me a five minute warning. <laughs> sure. sure. <laughs> da, da, oh, you wanna say something? Da, da, what do you wanna talk about? We can <laughs> talk about it right now. I wanna talk about Ari Shafir. Aren't we talking about that? Yeah. What happened? I wanna hear what you
1: say. What do he do? Well, first of all, you guys know what
2: happened. Yeah, I know I what here, happened.
1: Right? He said something negative about Kobe. Bryant. I Bryan. know you, you know because you you. He, so he, he was knows. trolling though. It wasn't a joke, so. No. What's it to defend? It was, he was, it was just about something
3: dumb? the 2003 rape case. Yeah, so, he yeah. brought the rape thing up. Oh,
1: right. Like he really cares about that. It's like Ari, shut up. He, don't he, he up well,
2: he's talked about that a bunch of times on social media. That's like his pet thing, the the Kobe Bryant. Well, rape. first, yeah. So what do you think?
1: Oh, what I think Ari, I mean, people going to come after him. Uh, they, we they have, already we shut that, down the have two have shows that. last night at New York Comedy Club because uh, yeah, you know death, they death got threats. the uh, the threats. It was I in her newspaper. I heard
2: that four people were very upset. <laughs> so you stopping. Would you would you hire him here?
1: You are. I'm sorry, would you hire him here? What <laughs> <you laughs> <hire laughs> do you mean hire? He don't hire anybody. I mean, would, would you him book here? him here? He's white. He'll play here. Well,
2: I so, I certainly not um <laughs> not gonna not book him because I'm angry at him. I don't I don't do that, but I'm concerned right now about. Security, and you know, like I, I like to let it blow over. Yeah, the
1: bouncers can be stabbed, so you want to look out for that. <laughs> like they stab-proof.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think like generally, I, I don't, I don't think I can ever remember the time I heard about somebody calling in a death threat, a bomb threat, or whatever it is. I don't think I can remember a single time when it actually was real. Uh, Normally, yeah, wants to yeah. go and you shoot somebody. Don't they they don't actually alert you that they're coming. They no, actually they don't do they go. Do that. <laughs> so I, so I don't take the threats. That seriously, but that the New York Comedy Club had, but you have to restore: I take it. the
1: threats that Ari's getting seriously because I know yeah. somebody's when well, somebody's threats are coming from the world that they coming from. from. Yeah, and then those these gangs is real. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, these well, well, real.
0: well for, first, first thing, it was not a joke. What he said, a statement, and that one yeah. made it hard. Like if it was a yeah. bad joke, at least we we'll say, okay, he's a comedian, he's trying to be whatever, you know.
2: But it wasn't a joke. Why did the rapist cross the road?
5: <laughs> that's what <the> pussy was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's a joke. <laughs> yeah, but but it, it wasn't a joke. It wasn't fun. And then he but tapped he it, it off. Was like, oh, I was hacked, and he was just making fun of them. Yeah, well, I he think he's making that. a joke. Yeah, I think it, it was just trolling. Not to mention was happen. not convicted. Like he's not a rapist. Like, right. I okay, but
2: I, but listen, it's not just Ari Shafir. So there's a woman from the um, Washington Post, a reporter. I can't think of her name. Begins with an S. Yeah. Who tweeted out this Daily Beast article that went through all the details of the Colby Bryant case, and they're pretty, pretty compelling details. What, so, the
1: dick-in-the-butt stuff?
2: No, the, 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 the physical... <laughs> I read it word for word. Guy. <laughs> the, phys- the physical trauma... <laughs> oh yeah, at that point. The physical trauma the, um, that the doctors found, the, 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 the apology that he wrote where he acknowledged that she, he understood that she didn't realize there was consent, that they settled out of court, all, all this kind of stuff. These are... You know, whatever you think of those details, what struck me is how pleased people were with those details, but how dismissive they were of any details about Kavanaugh, or if any details about about almost anybody oh, yeah. like 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 the yeah. the, the, the case against. I think everybody should be treated like they're innocent. Right. But the but the fact pattern. Established against Kobe. Yeah. He's like 100 times more compelling than Kavanaugh. Not, not as, really. is, as is the accusation of what he's accused of doing. The girl had sex the same night with somebody else. No, no. Read, yes. You have to read the you have to read Daily Beast article. I, I, what? what? The Kobe girl? Yeah. The point is that when. Let why, it
1: go. She already got. I don't care. She has some Good money.
2: When, when, what I'm saying is that when Blase, when Blase Ford was saying that stuff, and that I remember her. Her friend, uh, Leyland Kaiser, came out and said that she didn't believe the story. So her best friend said she said you didn't believe the story. I was afraid to even bring it up on the podcast because right, people shit. would go, N- how dare you Not bring up it? the fact. Yeah, they had to believe. It. But if it's somebody really cool that we love, it's like, oh, no, you have a million reasons why you can dismiss it all. Mm. But Al Franken, no, he smacked that girl in the ass. He had to go like. But the, the, well, he
1: did say he did it. But he should have got in trouble for that nonsense. Yeah, Take a pictures true. with titties, they a write your name on yeah. a titty. I do that every weekend. Whatever. I, I, it's, it's, like it's called it's, show business. It's like
2: I said, it's like, <laughs> did, I just, did I just fall asleep for 10 years and wake up? Because like when I last went to sleep, I thought I went to sleep in a world which had just kind of convinced me huh. you have to believe all women and all accusations, yeah. right? That's what we've been told believe all women and then all of a sudden you can't do that. and believe any all nobody well, I, you know i, I right I, you know i agree with you oh, yeah, yeah. but then all of a sudden i think there's a hypocrisy in a little way that that i think that caused Ari to be so you know, it, which is that all of a sudden now, if it's somebody, we, like he said, it's somebody we really love, then you pull, all of a sudden, yeah. well, we don't really have to believe all women in, in, in when again, it's a really cool basketball player. But it so, was, I, so he's right. But you don't need to say that the day they die. And his daughter's said, in the plane. It wasn't a joke. But I'm saying you could say it even not as a joke, but you still need to say it that day. And then also he says, to be fair to him, he says he didn't know that the daughter was on the plane. He didn't hear that detail when he wrote it. Would that have prevented him? I don't know, but he says that listen you can roll your eyes but I'm saying I want to be fair to him and present what he said right, right. Okay. so he said that he didn't know that the daughter was in the play I mean in one a in one
0: way yeah. if we talk about comedies like in one way it's comedy about you know taking taking it to the next level but I think a lot of people trying to do that without being funny you know that it's just hurting comedy more than anything else they you're not thinking about it. like the girl that did the joke about the what's, what's her name
1: Oh, Dina, oh uh, Dina Hashem? Dina.
0: Yeah, that was a joke.
1: Sorry. That was a joke. That was a good joke. Yeah. It was a good joke. Yeah. But I can defend that. Yeah. <laughs> but but she had to, like, move. And but uh, just a statement of some nonsense. I, well, I ain't getting behind
2: it. You can look it up. You can Google it at home. Dina Hashem made a joke about a rapper who. Yeah. What was the joke?
1: It was about, like, a Venmo thing. He was carrying around twenty five thousand dollars on yeah, himself. He go got like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like could have been a Venmo commercial or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to carry it all like cash yeah. So if yeah. Shavir called yeah. you
0: right now, it's like, hey, can I play tomorrow? What would you say? I,
2: I don't know. But I He's do...
1: already buck here, he's white, he's <laughs> good. Leave him alone now, you white, he play here. <laughs> I, I do
2: think that we all have to push back against this idea that the mob can decide that's it, you, you yeah. shouldn't perform anymore.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that yeah. uh, totally. You know that. You know I that. remember
2: Chris Rock's joke. As long as you don't make a Holocaust joke. Oh, yeah. that's oh. all I got. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. There is no Holocaust funny. jokes.
1: Uh, yeah. Knock knock. Who's there? <laughs> you know who. <laughs> there must be. Sure, there's some Holocaust jokes. Yeah, there's. Sure.
0: There is actually no. Do you know any from the comics? Uh, yeah, just, just turn to any, your
2: Ala uh, Al Akbar yeah. Sunday paper. <laughs> so, I mean, Isn't it funny? <laughs> let, 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 let me clear that. I I, digest say. I didn't say I don't have Holocaust jokes. I said there is no Holocaust jokes are you uh, telling me you and you and your friends have a few, you know, like
4: don't tell Holocaust jokes? Yes, of course they have a,
0: but but I'm saying like comedians, nobody have a. Holocaust No, joke. no Mel Brooks made plenty of jokes. But like, Mel, yeah.
4: yeah, there's a great memoir what called mean? "My Parents Survived the Holocaust" and all they got me was this lousy T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, <It's> great <laughs> titles. I, yeah.
2: I, I wanted to open a. Um, there was a place open around the, uh, available around the corner on Third Street, uh-huh. and I wanted to open a, oh, a, yeah. a, a hot dog place. Uh-oh. and call it Anne's Franks. <laughs> <He's> just... <laughs> oh,
5: it. I'll take one with German mustard.
4: <laughs> no sauerkraut. No sauerkraut.
5: No sauerkraut. No, no
4: hey! There
5: you go! Yes! All the sauerkraut. All the, proud. <laughs> All the crowd.
0: So, uh, Yeah.
3: <laughs> But, but People go crazy now. The, what? the mob. And yeah. if you want to bring it back, bring it back a little to the Holocaust in Israel, because there is that they kind of go together sometimes with on campus. And if you want to talk about what's going on with um, some of the things that Trump has done that some Jews who don't support him do agree with the executive order that was passed um, a few months ago, it was about a month and a half ago, basically about protecting or it was a title six executive order, giving Jewish students on college campuses the same rights uh, and the same protections that his as, people have. <laughs> as, whoa, whoa! As African Americans, as Asian Americans, as as others who identify as an ethnicity. You're right, welcome. We people.
1: knocked that door open for all of us, didn't we? You're welcome. did. <laughs> sure. You're, sure. You're
3: welcome. Give yeah. me a gift or something. <laughs> Would it kill you? Yeah. But, but, but that, but that goes it to but that goes to the coverage of that. And uh-huh. it, and there's a dishonesty with the coverage. It's not talking about the actual lives, how they're impacted on campus. Right. It's it's talking about like all this theoretical stuff about Israel Palestine, and it is talking about like how pro-Palestinian people are now feeling that they're going to get pinched, but it's not talking about who, like, why this, what this executive order is addressing. And it is addressing mobs on campuses who are basically calling Zionists racists and Nazis and apartheid supporters. And where do you think that ostracism leads? That leads to basically, you know, if you know that someone is a KKK supporter moving into your dorm on campus, you're gonna get that
2: person out.
1: Well, it depends on if they got good weed or not. I'm gonna be honest with you. My <laughs> depends feeling, on the campus. No, and, no. And, <laughs>
2: and I don't want to be like bigoted against KKK people, but how many of them are going to colleges, especially the same college that Jewish people go to? Yeah, Serious? <laughs> oh yeah, not the well, same. I, let's say <laughs> not, not a KKK, like a robe-wearing person, but someone who's like,
3: you yeah, know like what? I could, the, I could understand. I could understand their point of view or whatever. And you find yeah. out that they posted that, you wouldn't want to be in the same room. No, but the the yeah, reason I, I, I where, right,
2: where I think where, where I would take where I'd quibble with you is that I think it's wrong to imagine that these hateful anti-Semites are like over-the-top KKK people. No, they're people who nice. think they're actually I'm, liberal social justice so good a lot of people. Are, yeah.
3: not, no, I was talking about them. I'm saying that's how they... That's what they accuse uh, Israel-supporting Jews of being. Yeah. They're basically... They're not saying... All of, them, all of them are not saying they're KKK, but they're basically saying they're racist. Mm-hmm. And maybe right. at best, they don't know what
2: they're supporting. Oh, so they're, yeah, I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't... I mean, Trump... I. I
5: yeah.
2: There's things he... There's plenty of things that, you know, I think are horrible about him. But the, the, but it be, wasn't
3: him. He didn't. He wasn't the one behind the executive what's his order. There were no, but there were certain Jewish groups who were basically saying, "Look, you have to protect our students, our children right. on our campus." Kids, yeah. No, they report, but, not all of them. I mean, not most necessarily, but enough of them. There's a critical mass of Jewish students on campus who are feeling that threat. That and they, if be they, if they wear an, an Israel T-shirt or something, they're going to get called a right. racist or something because right. you get off my campus, you fascist. Mm-hmm. And that was that's what that executive uh, order was addressing. I all the coverage I read never addressed that yeah, stuff. I don't think, oh. I don't
2: think Jews obviously need to support Trump but it really does bother me that they so few will admit that he's been a president who has looked out for Jewish interests and Jewish causes more, more than, than more than more than any other president. True. And they they find some way to deny it on some technicality whether it's moving the embassy to Jerusalem like it doesn't matter what he does like I I joked I said with with enemies like Trump we don't even need friends like like this guy has done everything that Jews dreamed of that would never happen for my a American president. A male Jew.
1: <laughs> huh? A man Jew would say that. A woman would see all the fucking <laughs> dumb shit he says about women and be like, that's fuck him. A woman oh, might say that. I don't give a fuck when, what he's doing for his woman might
3: might in, in This
1: oh like, is yeah, what I'm saying. A man
2: so, would
3: say that. A woman wouldn't say
1: that. So Jewish if if,
2: if, if tomorrow night the rockets start flying from Gaza into uh into you know Southern Southern. No, it's Thursday night. Thursday night. Donald Trump is going to say to Israel, do whatever you need to do to defend sure. yourself. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. What is President Sanders going to say? What, what, what are we getting ourselves into here as, as Jews? And then, so then Trump understands this and he has the nerve to say, listen, you Jews are not even concerned about your own issues. He's calling us dual loyalty. No, he's not calling us dual loyalty. He's saying we're not sufficiently loyal,
3: loyal to ourselves. To
5: ourselves. What are we doing? Some things
3: have been misquoted and misstated. Yeah. I'll just say this: I'll, I'll, I hate to cite someone like uh, mm-hmm. who I don't necessarily agree with most of what he says, but Ben Shapiro, right, the big uh, yeah. conservative pundit, smart dude. So he said this about Trump: he said without a doubt, Trump, um, in the lead up to the election in, in 2016 and since, he has quote dog whistled to racists yeah. and people on the alt right, and this is yeah. him. And so I'm not saying he's the biggest Trump supporter out there, but still, he's uh, he's kind of impartial when it comes to judging politicians. I think. And that's true. So two things yeah. could be true at once. But he not does, to
2: anti-Semites.
3: So he does have Jewish grandkids, right? His, his, yeah. He has a Jewish son-in-law. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he doesn't, either he doesn't give a shit or he is just simply, for political purposes, he's pandering to certain racist and alt-right people. Okay. Okay. But because on, benefits on. He benefits, hold hold hold, hold, hold he hold benefits
2: and So we know that he, let's, say, let's take the Mexican case. He called them rapists yeah. and he put their children in cages. Yeah. I, I understand that picture of, of the guy. <laughs> <laughs> What did he say about the Jews? He said they should be protected on campuses. He moved the embassy to Jerusalem. He stopped funding the PLO. He did, like, and somehow, the way he treats Mexicans and the way he treats Jews go with a comma between them in a sentence about his bigotry. But they're, they're, they're just so diametrically opposed.
1: Because if one person ain't getting it, then nobody's really getting it. If one person's suffering under this motherfucker, everybody's suffering. No, so just think he's, he's so, taking care of Israel and if he's not taking care of Mexicans, who knows where it always it all comes around. All right. You might
2: ha- end up with Mexicans in your family. That's fine. That's, so it's like, whoa, whoa. No, <laughs> I, no I, I, I I my my wife is Puerto Rican. So. Right. Um but uh no of course of course you're right. But I'm just saying like
1: But I, if you I, if you care about things other than yourself, then you'll see those things. No, but what he— and says, say, Hey Yeah, a, you're doing great for uh, Israel, but man, what the fuck you doing over I here? Saying,
2: I'd vote for a lot of the Democrats. Yeah. I would vote for Trump over Bernie Sanders. I know you would. Yeah. So I what do you would. think? What, what do you guys think of uh, Rogan endorsing Bernie? That's that's huge. I, I think it's great for Bernie. I'm happy he didn't disassociate himself from Rogan. Although Rogan shouldn't have said that stuff about Planet of the Apes.
1: What? It's, you know, it's a
2: little. What did he say? He's, he's um uh, going to see Planet of the Apes in a black theater in Harlem, and he made some, you know.
5: I actually didn't yes. get the joke. I actually tried to, I tried to Google that and I uh. didn't
3: get all the background because I was reading a HuffPo article about that. And it said yeah. it sort of was like he had transphobic uh, racist comments. And it was like I said, a history of them. So I'm like, all right, let's Google this stuff. Yeah. And, and I, I didn't get a lot of meat. Doesn't mean he didn't make them, right. but it's so, just like I don't know. If it's just I, I, jokes missing, then I'm, uh, I'm good with
2: that. The Planet of the Apes joke was, it, it wasn't great, but it was, it wasn't. I can't remember. We can Google it. It, it was it, not it, in the podcast. It was in a live theater. Whatever he said it, and, and it was, you know, but it, it wasn't horrible as, it, as you might like think if, if you started thinking your jokes. But I wrote the, three myself about but, it. Yeah, <laughs> but the now, thing right? he said about transgender, that was not transphobic. He was saying you have. Uh, Female or you know female trans MMA fighters—that what it's called—and oh, he yeah. and it says their hands are bigger, their muscles are bigger. they're, yeah. they're kicking the shit out of a women. Uh, the women. Yeah, uh, this is not fair. Yeah, you can you can say anything you want about them thinking that they're women or yeah. being women, yeah. but that doesn't change. Sam J has a great
1: joke about it. She's on stage. What did she say? I, I ain't gonna do it. Because right, but, she's getting ready for a special, but nails it. Yeah.
2: So that's called transphobic. And when I hear that,
1: that's not transphobic. doesn't say a trans got a bigger hands. Come on.
2: People. Yeah, it's not transphobic, and it's this is what the this is what your people on the left do. My people,
1: Yeah. <laughs> you're adorable. Yeah, <They're
2: laughs> create. They, they put landmines around all these subjects so you can't the talk about them. On right? the words when it comes right.
1: to freedom of speech, I always said that. Yeah. the conservatives love you talk. I've been on Fox. I've been doing Fox, MSNBC, CNN, yeah. all these stations for a dec two decades. Yeah, Fox never t- tried trying to tell you what to say. You can say what the fuck you want to say. They never say, ah, say it with me. Stay. They say, go for it. Have fun. Some of the places might be like this. Oh, could you be trying to stay the virate? Let's it. Shut the fuck up. I'll well, <laughs> tell you a
0: funny story about Fox News after the podcast. I can say it in New York.
1: But, you know, everybody, you know, CNN pretty much just say what you want to. Let me say it. But we, um, there's hear, always the left that's going to uh, fucking take all your words and all your freedom of speech away. They get too scared. What true. about the kids? Yeah. The kids can't hear this. They can
3: put the kids to bed. It's like grown-ups don't have a place to talk in this country. But even saying something like the left, it's a loaded term. And I think there's a lot yeah. of people identifying the left who just aren't, they're not really connecting with the culture war stuff with like the leftists, which yeah. is a little yeah. different than the left. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. And,
0: I and agree. I think so let me ask you now. this, guys. Who do you think is the best presidential candidate or the president in this election for you personally. Ari Shaffir. <laughs> <laughs> He's out.
4: <laughs> I'm hoping there's more people still to come. I mean, there's there's only 15. I think that we can have another 15. Uh, you see, dumb
1: Bloomberg about. still trying to get his... <laughs> yeah, Bloomberg. He bugs me. <laughs> <laughs> he bugs me. Doing that back so who door do you to you
4: think? Who would you? I think? have no idea. I try to just not even watch it. I think you got to
1: wait till after Iowa and then the 22 states. you got to see who's winner. real...
4: Yeah, who's left. And, yeah, I mean,
3: Danny. Say, uh, say something less inspiring <laughs> even. no um, <laughs> i uh I, I kind of have a pattern of skipping national elections like every other <laughs> okay so i, I okay. voted for obama the first time i didn't the second that, time right. i voted for clinton um yeah uh core in 2000 oh. and i vote you know oh. and then i didn't vote for for Kerry. um so it's kind of like i i feel there shouldn't be this stigma with not voting if you know there are other ways to participate in democracy you know even just writing articles but or still go ahead involved. and vote
1: now god damn it you can do both if, you can participate and still go vote
3: Go vote. What so that? you think both candidates are not going to be good. For- I don't vote.
1: Voting is, you know you're going to have a foot in your ass. You just look for the smallest feet. He never votes.
2: It's such a waste of time in New York. That's you what I was call the it the, the jury duty. It's all, that's the only thing that comes. You have no impact on the election. You don't, you know, who's, who's going to go for it. You, you yes, you're, uh, right. you're aware of that electoral college system, right? Yes, of it course. Was. If I was that guy yeah, in Ohio, and it came to down to yeah. me.
3: You know, if I was like in rural Ohio and it came down to my vote, then I would like pour over the articles. I'd be like, all right, who am I? You know, like, what's, But all but, you need is thousands you know,
1: but, of people to think like that. And then you got a whole different outcome. Not in New sure. New York. Then you got Trump. So it's like, just do it. What, what's, what's the court here? Just do the shit.
0: If, if Bernie, and I said that before, if Bernie ran against Trump, uh, New York, you know, Trump can win New York. There is a possibility. Trump's not going to win New York. You, he, he no, might. Bernie, Trump he can't. can not win New York.
2: Do you think that Trump hates black people?
1: No, I think he hates some particular black people probably. So that's like amorosa
2: I know he's pissed at her <laughs> well she has a
1: reason to hate him too I'm sure <laughs> who are you voting for who are you going to uh, I'm going to Democratic side because Trump's a fucking maniac I can't have him in there with Supreme Court fucking in the balance I just can't do it my conscience can't do it Yeah. and I'm friends with him so, I know him what about him Israel? and Melania but uh, I don't want anybody I know in the White House motherfucker <laughs>
2: That's your reason for not I,
3: voting for Trump. You just can't, you know, because
1: if friends. I know you and hung out with you, you I can't have you in so there. So you don't,
2: you don't think he's he hates black people. He's racist against black people.
1: I don't. I think he's whatever green is. Wherever the money goes. I think he does racist shit, like him and his father doing the stuff to keep black people out of the buildings here in, a, in New York. I what, think he does racist. Why shit, do you think they? But do I that? think some white people do racist shit and well, maybe not racist.
2: But what what do you think? What do you think the reason for keeping black people out of the building was?
1: Money. Everything right. with Trump is money. Yeah. So he wanted black people to bring down his property value or something. Maybe that's what he wanted do. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting you
2: say that because I had had that same um, evil thought that, you know, when somebody does something that has a negative impact on race, it's it's to be criticized but it's not the same thing as someone who is doing right? it because they hate black people. Right, he
1: was doing it because of money. If it was yeah. Smokey Robinson and the Temptations yeah. that everybody moving in the building, he'd be like this, come on.
2: Because I, I remember I lived, in, we talked about this <laughs> you know on the podcast. Saying? So I lived in, on 100th Street, in, you live in the Upper West Side. I lived on 100th Street in Riverside Drive where the Anshachet you know, uh, Temple is on West End Avenue. So, and I lived in a good street. It was all, a lot of Orthodox Jews and just regular people. And, <laughs> and. <laughs> you sound racist and shit. No, God, no, there's a <laughs> the thing. And the next block over, Uh, 99th street Right We were not allowed To walk on 99th street Why It had become like It was it becomes sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> that you're not allowed then, to. You no, were afraid it to. was day We were afraid to. Okay, but, what, tell, stop but what was interesting about it was these architecturally, these were the same buildings, the same period. The right. apartments look the same, whatever it is. Right. But don't you know that the buildings on my street were probably worth three times the buildings on the other street? Yeah. Because that's in, in those days when a neighborhood went bad, and yeah. we're old enough to remember. At one point, it got so bad that you would see. Uh miles of buildings just totally burnt out, I remember that. yeah, yeah. so you have landlords at that time, yeah, doing really shitty I- shitty, immoral things, yes, yeah. and they were in their mind what to, was good and bad to and protect themselves from lines. that outcome yeah, mm-hmm. and that is the nuance of trying to judge it it It's similar in a way to uh before Uber, I guess, when blacks couldn't get cabs, yeah where yes that, that was. That that couldn't be tolerated. Yeah. But we also knew why they were doing that, and that's why black cab drivers were doing it. They were scared, whatever it is. They were, yeah, know. they just as yeah. dumb
1: as the other ones. Yeah, yeah.
2: I said they, they, they
1: worked in the cab, and they wouldn't pick you up. That's like saying they would see themselves. They know how hard they work. Yeah. They would see themselves on a the corner and wouldn't pick themselves up. Somebody put that hate of yourself in your head, <laughs> well, and that's you're sad. Playing, you're <laughs> playing the
2: odds. When you're a cab driver... You're a lo- especially in those days. Now there's no cash. Also, things are one of the reasons I think things are a lot safer is nobody has cash anymore. So like if you if you want to plot to, oh
5: yeah, to rob, rob somebody, somebody. cash,
2: is, yeah, yeah. This, taxis. But in those days, taxi drivers drove around with hundreds of dollars, and there was no video. Yeah, and it was the perfect crime. You walk yeah. in, it's just a two, you boom, and, and, and so. It, but you're, some you're people, really, you know what I realized? Well, hold on, no. one more thing. Okay, and then, and my cause my father drove around, and you get mugged three or four times. yeah you start playing the odds but here's the better thing because it's not really
1: a race thing it's how people look thing I I remember when I used to just get get cabs from shows and shows for years so when I used to wear my construction Tim's harder to get a cab if I had his regular sneakers on cab would pull over so I was like what's that about he's like yeah because they usually more problem you got Tim's it's more hip hop you're young so I was like okay so it's so these motherfuckers know that it's not a black person thing it's a particular person thing yeah, but, but so just, you can be anybody but they choosing your group they're looking at your wardrobe they they're looking trying to fight. size you up but exactly. I, I want to be clear
2: I, I always felt even though I understood that I always used to say it doesn't matter if you want to take a cab driver if you want to drive a taxi you've got to pick everybody
1: up you can't be a firefighter saying like this yeah, who live here right. before you put out the fire if you don't want to do it I
2: understand <laughs> okay. I might not want to do it either but then you can't be a cab, you driver. Be a cab driver you can't be a cab driver so I get that yeah. but, and I remember when I was going out with Rosalind. you know Rosalind. Hmm. we were standing next to each other and uh, she we were calling cab but we, they didn't realize we were together Right. and she was like. Where you are. Yeah. And we both had our hands And they went right past her. Went right right past her and said to me, Get in, get in, get in. You know? Trying to rush you in. Yeah, trying to rush me in. So, yeah. so she wouldn't catch up yeah, to me. And then she, she, she walked <laughs> in with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I know she let him have it. I love a- And you remember Glenn Miller, the old the <laughs> manager, Glenn Miller? Yeah. I remember he used to hide in the bushes and I'd get I camera. always <laughs> step back. Even with John Mayer, nigga, I used to
1: tell yeah. John, why well, he's just like, I can't believe it. Yeah. I'd be like, Stand back, nigga. I'll put my hand up. fume, fume. I'm like, he's like, I can't believe that's still happening. Oh, yeah. I'm like money. No, what do you I mean, think? You're living in a bubble. It happens right in front of you every day.
2: Yeah, and and it and uh, like we're way off the subject, but I think people, um, conservatives, yeah. are insufficiently empathetic to the kind of rage that experiences like that can
1: cause in people. Yeah because it builds up but that's why I love Uber so much because now it's my turn to be racist. Whenever I see (laughs) an Asian driver I'm like nope (laughs) (laughs) I gotta make
2: it to my destination (laughs) I gotta make it there in one piece (laughs) I, I was Thank uh, you,
4: technology. <laughs> <laughs> but can't they also reject you? Don't they see your picture? No, right? no they can't. No, they oh, they can't. don't see nope.
1: it. No, they don't see it before they gotta say yes before they get it. <laughs> Shaquawn.
4: But boy, <laughs> I that racism don't die.
1: Now it's in <laughs> my control. <laughs> but, the, but I'm sure they do. They do. They do. They do the names <laughs> do the name? matter. Yeah. The names, yeah. But let's say small. So yeah, you go, yeah. yeah,
0: What do you think uh, his
3: reaction would be? Like, oh fuck. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: what, what are you gonna say?
3: Oh, I, I was at a conference last week in San Fran for. Um, Uh, About Israel, but it was it was directed at teens. So it was like Israel education. This is Zionist youth conference and I was asked to lead a um, a Breakout session on intersectionality and so I was doing a you know sweet and sour kind of uh, you know mode of doing it I was like it started from a good place There's still some good reasons that people get into that they want to build alliances because they're trying to solve some of these racial problems and yes, you know, it doesn't always favor people, Jews who are pro-Israel. It doesn't favor maybe Jewish identity, too. And we talked about those hard things. But I said, look, if you're going, and these are high school students, if you're going onto campus, you have to at least open up your ears and hear people's experiences. Yeah. And uh, Even if you, you're, you're sort of forecasting that what they say about you isn't going to work out, benefit of the doubt. And, and they hadn't heard that before, some of these kids. I think some of them may be identified on the right, but it's not even necessarily left right. I think we don't, and it was weird. It was a group, a group of uh, people who are not African-American talking about these issues. And we're talking about stop and frisk and, and all those you know, broken windows policies and yeah, other yeah. issues. Yeah. And they hadn't heard of these things. And I said, at least you have to look into this stuff. And, and justice is not some dirty word from the left. Like everyone should be involved in justice issues. Agreed. And that's what we talk about when we go into classrooms yeah. too with, with our program.
2: They um, hate the Jews, the intersectional community. They can't, they can't have a single mm-hmm. meeting With anybody conspicuously Jewish without the woman's march, the dyke march, Occupy Wall Street. Anytime somebody tried to put some Jewish symbol on a sign. Yeah. No fucking way. Not around here. They hate the Jews. And 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 we Jews are insufficiently pushing back on this. It it makes my it makes me crazy. Uh, Ilhan Omar, all of it. Like, what, it's what a tough. Got,
3: what, it's a tough job for Jews who identify in the left because they're they're kind of in the minority in, in those. They have their heads you know, up their world. asses. But even those who don't, it's it's just hard
2: because they don't have the you know, We don't have the numbers. What about
3: Bernie of, and them?
2: Bernie Jewish? Bernie's surrounded with anti-Semites. Bernie's a is a commie Jew. He doesn't. <gasps> cause he's in Vermont.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So know, just, like, is Jews, I it was like none of Jews north of
2: Massachusetts.
3: <laughs> Can just yeah. you tell you about um, third generation New York briefly, and then sure, you know, yeah. And then we gotta go. Yeah. Oh, go ahead now. Um, so this is an organization founded in 2005. Um, I um, I had heard I founded it back then. That's the 3GNY. 3GNY. Okay. It stands for third generation New York, third generation since the Holocaust. Oh. So it really, it okay. It refers to predominantly grandchildren of Holocaust survivors. Okay. Um, but there's also younger second generation. We wanted to f- have a space where. People who are Gen X, Gen Y sort of can talk about these issues, you know, because I had gone to a second generation meeting, children of survivors, and it wasn't for me. And, and, but I noticed in this group of 30 people, this is in an Eastside synagogue, 2005, there were like six people who were in their twenties right. and we, we all didn't say a word. Mm. So it was, it was basically, it was like a, uh, like a, like a therapy session for children of survivors. And there was a deep stuff. It was heavy. And we got to, afterwards I was like, look, we have, our, we have to have our own group. We have to share these stories, we have to talk about our legacy, what are we doing going forward? And that's how Third Generation New York started. Oh. And it was initially just creating a community, social programming, Shabbat dinners, museum tours, film screenings, and then in 2010, in Felice, that's when Felice got involved with Third Generation, we launched an initiative called WE DO, which stands for We Educate, mm-hmm. where we go into public schools and we share our grandparents' stories and the lessons of the Holocaust, which are- I barely want holy. to
2: to my own grandparents' stories. <laughs> okay. But no, but we but we make it relatable to them. So yeah. you
3: know, and usually we go in when they've just read *Night*. They've read other books, so they're kind of they're ready to hear something. Oh, and, they're, yeah, yeah. and they're blown away that, like you were saying, it's it's more recent than they realize. They think it's like maybe a Revolutionary Day. Some of them, I'm sure, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh wow, like I know my grandmother, and this happened to
2: your grandmother, right? It should and be a Holocaust survivor a dating app.
5: That's, that, a, that's You know, how that's, I can't do this. idea. What would you call <laughs> it? Swipe.
1: I would definitely sign up and then have a lot of explaining to do. A <laughs> 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 You're bad.
3: So oh, how how a many joke. have in three
0: GNY so far?
3: So we have a membership of um, two to three thousand. And in predominantly New York, but it's really all across the country, we train other third generation groups in D.C., New Jersey, to go um, out and spread the word, like talk, to, yeah, to go talk out and talk, the share their yeah. stories and also make connections with these students. Like, right. uh, tell me about your stories. And, and even if their grandparents or parents didn't come from another country, it's like it's a generational thing. Our grandparents, whatever their story is, for the most part, had a harder life. Yeah, Things are easier today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we try to have, like, think about that and appreciate what you have. Things are I mean I totally Fel- yeah, Felice led the program for for several years,
4: yeah. I mean, i I wrote a book about my grandfather just because my grandfather asked me to write it, and As- it was
0: endorsed by uh, uh, what's his name?
4: Uh, Ellie Wiesel, yeah, Yad Vashem. Yeah, I mean, I wrote it. I didn't expect to sell any copies of this book. And then I was living in this tiny apartment, a video of it went viral, and suddenly my book was selling around the world, and I was getting emails from people in Germany and Poland where this shit happened. Wow. and they were like, "Wow, you know your grandfather's a hero and And then I suddenly I was speaking around the country, and I've spoken almost twenty thousand people just about my grandfather and about oh, wow. his experiences and um, was he
1: still alive when it went viral? And yeah,
4: all? oh yeah, and after it went
1: viral, he's like, "That's told you
4: yeah. <laughs> He was like, What'd we I did say. something good. He was psyched. Well, the guy used to study the ticker on Fox News. And then he would call me every week and be like, how many books did you sell this week? I'd be like, you know, a thousand. And he was like, all right. Okay. But he, uh, I mean, it was it was great for him. He had never spoken about his experiences before, he told me. So suddenly he was speaking with me in, in classrooms wow, and stuff. And the kids wanted to go up and hug him <laughs> and to meet this real living part of history. Wow. And uh, it validated dope. for him. He survived for a reason.
2: I have to go home. My little awesome. Jewish children uh, are, are, are waiting. Are waiting for me. Uh, they should be in well, bed by now.
0: <laughs> yeah, guys, thank you so much You know uh, for all this. Do you want to share your information and uh, whatever project you want to work on? Some pluggy plugs? Somebody want to, yeah?
4: Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, my book's called What Papa Told Me. You can get it on Amazon. Um, Amazon. I have another book, 90 Lessons for Living Large in 90 Square Feet. Uh-huh. I got <laughs> 90 <laughs> lessons at a... And actually, this <laughs> video, uh, the video
0: got more than... <laughs> sh-
4: 60 million hits. What? Six zero. No, I think it's like 20-something. Oh, is it it's still a lot I of million? Mean, it's a lot, yeah. yeah. That's for the and, book? Yeah, Mike Tyson, I remember, he retweeted it years, a couple of years ago, and then it got a lot of more million. What did he confuse it, it wow. for? That's who, you want, <laughs> that's who you want to endorse Robin Gibb's other ear. <laughs>
3: uh, uh, Danny? Oh, so you're third generation New York, go to 3gny.org, the yeah. number three, gny.org, and if, you know, you want... Uh, grandchildren of survivors or survivors to come into your classroom we can hook it up and if you want to just get to know us uh, the organization please go to the site or you could just e- email me directly through the site
5: Excellent. awesome I, I, I want was... apologize
2: for the joke about the New York Comedy Club what joke I said there's only four people I'm, were I'm getting, oh,
0: do you still think uh, about that yeah. I
1: apologize for the joke I'm going to make now go ahead oh uh, uh, what the plugins? oh yeah race was uh, Check me out race Wars podcast, Best podcast uh, ever. on Patreon and um, Patreon and, what's yeah. it cost uh, it's free for you uh, and if you're friends with Ari you fit and, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I got shows coming up on uh, February 9th We got a Sunday Super Sun uh, Super send Sunday, ten p.m. and uh, me and Cipher Sounds at the stand. Ten p.m. show. I think Rhea's on that show. And Yamanika uh, go to the stand thestandnyc.com. Uh, and I got some shows coming up at the Comedy Cellar soon. As soon as I get my dates,
2: dates. No, okay. it's that's, that's, that's an all black show at the stand.
1: No, no. I think Nikki's going to be on it too. Nikki, the same people from the last time. Nikki Glazer, and I think Daniel Simonson. Keith it's Robinson. going to be a fun show of uh, Keith Robinson, February 9th.
0: Yep. No. 10 what? p.m. Anything? No. All right. Well, thank you guys and have a good night. Bless you. Oh, thank, thank you. Guys. From Com. Thank, thank you, you Hatem.
1: Thank you.
5: Yay. You were listening to Live from America
2: Podcast. To contact us, please go to www.livefromamericapodcast.com.
5: Brought to you by the Comedy Cellar and Rethink Production.